Hello, everyone. Welcome to the SEAL Project Podcast with Dr. Barboat and Coach John Bush. Twice a month, we'll have new episodes for you, so don't forget to subscribe to get notifications when those episodes come out. Today, we are honored to have Anita Ip. Anita is a PhD student, early childhood educator, and parent coach. Anita, we are so excited to talk to you today. Would you tell us a little bit about yourself? Yeah, sure. Happy to, and thank you so much for having me. As you mentioned, I am a PhD student in the Department of Leadership Studies. And uh, so what I study is how people communicate and how they interact with each other um, and how uh, leaders and leadership is positioned within that. I am also a musician. My previous degrees before this PhD program was in vocal performance and musicology. So I bring that curiosity and that lens to the work I do now. And the third area that I live and love in is early childhood education. So I was an early childhood educator for the last 12 years and just left my center to focus on this PhD program. But the early childhood lens, you know, working with children and their parents is burning very bright in my mind still. Oh, that's very interesting. This is going to be a good topic. <laughs> awesome. Tell us about music and mental health topic. Well, I would ask, you know, where do you want to start? I mean, that's a very wide field. I mean, mental health and music just on their own are complex, right? And if you put those things together, I would tend to look at mental health is one of those things that if you don't have it, you'll notice. And if you are a parent of a child who needs mental health help, it changes you as a as a person, definitely in your parent role, you know. How would you say it changes you? Well, I think, you know, I mean, firstly, when you become a parent and I have I have two children myself, when you become a parent, something changes in your identity. You change from being an individual with you being most of the time the focus of your own universe to including and expanding that universe into other people. So the way that this affects being becoming a parent affects your identity is that you have to decide, you know, what is more important. The priorities change. So the priorities change from you to your children. And so you almost become part of your your child. So when your child becomes in need of mental health, that is you becoming in need of mental health as well. So you have to adjust around that. Okay. And you think that music can be used to positively impact that child's mental health? Well, not just the child. I think music can be used in many different ways. And maybe I should back up here a little bit. It's like music, a therapy? Well, music has therapeutic aspects to it, yes, but it is a richer tool for me and I guess that is the work that I am I'm doing right now is to how how can we use music as a framework not just as meditation music or background music or that kind of thing which is very valuable but how can we use music as a way to actually approach really complex issues that have to do with identity formation and human dynamics and in the way that we can try to understand what the problem is that we are facing, right? And the first level of issues that we face as parents or anybody with mental health issues is just you're in the forest and you can't find your way out. And the question then is, right, how does music help you do that? So I think there are some, some nodules of connections there, you know, beyond the therapeutic effect. 
Yeah, I'm, I'm interested in hearing more about what you just were talking about and how you could use this less as therapy necessarily, but more as like a, an overall framework. Do you have any, any more you could say about that or like what you're thinking? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I have, I mean, I see, I see music as a, as a conceptual tool to try to understand what the issues are that are at hand. I see it also as a way to find empowerment, kind of finding, finding a solution, finding a way out. So let me give you an example, because I know this is, this can be a little complex to, um, to think through. So let's say a mental health issue is what I would, would call a wicked problem, right? It's a problem that doesn't seem to have, it's so complex, it doesn't really seem to have a good solution right at the get-go, because there are so many different issues that intersect in that symptom, right? And that is the first step to figure out, okay, what what is it that we're dealing with, right? So what you're dealing with is really not, it's not a matter of it being a technical challenge it is rather it is an adaptive challenge so by technical i mean one solution would be to say okay you know i am going to i'm going to meditate right and find stillness and figure this out but then how do you do that right so your solution to this problem would be then you know i'm going to find a task to do that then will solve the issue but really the work is deeper you have to figure out how to adapt yourself and that means you as a person. How can you reframe and make sense out of what's happening uh, and then come out of it better? Music can be used to do that. So one way that you could do it is, for example, you know, you'll you'll sit there and a lot of times when people are, uh, like when I'm feeling bad, I might go to the piano and play this certain piece that I know, right, uh, on the piano, a certain way. So, and in the playing, I am using the music to express what I feel like underneath, even though I might not be able to say it, right? And through that process, I am using that music as a guide, kind of almost like a map to help me process through what I am feeling. And then I might switch to another piece now and think, okay, I'm feeling like this piece right now this way. How do I want to feel? Right? How do I want to be? And I might think of, okay, ideally, I aspire to feel like this piece of music, right? And I'll move to something maybe a little bit more upbeat or more powerful or something like that. And then I'll do that one, right? And I will engage with that in a way that is generative of, of empowerment, okay? Making, using the music to guide me upwards to where I want to be. And from there, I'll just give myself time to figure out what to then are now that I've adapted. What are the technical things that I need to do in order to create solutions to the issue that I have? So that's one way that you could use music that has therapeutic value to it, but it's actually a very targeted way to use it in order to evoke solutions that are grounded in your own identity. Um, so based on what you said, do you think playing an instrument can help children deal with, deal with anxiety? Yeah, 100%. Even singing, humming, you know. And I want to add, this is not just music, right? Any creative art will do this for you. Any creative expression, and for me, it's music. It can help you find a different voice, and it also creates an environment in which you are not bound as tightly to the expectations of the system around you. Yes. So learning to play an instrument, I think, requires all of your attention. 
it naturally creates a state of mindfulness and give you a sense of peace, I guess. And um, the calming sensation helps shift negative thoughts and energy into something more positive. And, you know, in this case, uh, clearing stress. Yeah, you could say that. So I'm going to move on to our next question. How parents and teachers can help prevent mental health challenges through music? Well, I think the first step is to just to do it. I would encourage parents to engage their children in musical activities. And that can be in form of playing music at home even, you know, or just having it there, having it present. And being conscious of using it almost like, like you would a book. When you're at home, you know, if you read your bedtime story, you have a, a bedtime song or a bedtime piece of music that you play and you use that as a way to tell a story. And you can have a conversation about that just as you do with print and picture books. I think the way that people usually use music is, you know, that, that last bit of song that, you know, you do before you go to sleep. Maybe it's sung, you know, by a parent who a child but often it's you know a recording of a song and then and then you leave there's no follow-up or more critical engagement with it and so I think teaching children that music and poetry is just as much a way of discourse as books are is really important let's just say that somebody's listening right now and they have an autistic child and they're trying to think, well, how can I get started on this? Like, do you have any advice for where they could begin or just well, what a first step would be? Well, firstly, I'm not an expert in autism. So what I say is very generalized. First steps, I mean, use something that, that speaks to you, you know? Anything that you do as a parent is going to be linked to you personally. And anything that, I mean, you're, 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 you know your child best, you know, regardless of the doctors or the psychologists or the school counselors or, you know, any, anybody, you know best. And you know best not just, they might have that technical piece, right? The the laws and the rules and, you know, the steps that, you know, people usually have and the keys to the, the access to, you know, the, the services you need to access. But on an emotional and energetic level, you are second to none. And I would say first step is just trust that. Let yourself kind of go along for the road. It's going to be really hard for maybe a while, but trust yourself. And that's also one way that music can help. What do you go to when you feel like you need a boost? What kind of music do you access? What kind of creative processing do you use as a person, right? Be connected with that and engage your child in that with you. Because as you are changing in reaction to this need that your child has, your child is also trying to navigate all of this. So going through this together as a as a unit really can be very helpful. Yeah, that's really good advice. It's so easy to second guess yourself as a parent, but really you have to remember sometimes that you are the foremost expert in your child because no one spent more time with him or her than you have. Yeah, nobody loves them as you do, you know? <laughs> yeah, very true. <laughs> that is true. Would you leave our listeners with five takeaways? Takeaway number one is continue to get to know yourself who you are and how you feel grounded. The second one is to remember that everybody else around you is doing the same thing, including your child, including your partner, including everybody who is involved in your child's care and to give grace to everybody, including yourself mostly. 
The third one is definitely trust your gut. Trust your gut, trust your gut. And then number four, you know, and this will be more in the home, involve your child in things that you care for. Include them and really treat them as they are a part of you. And the fifth one would be, I think I would repeat the first one again, just continue to have a reflective praxis and a reflective, you know, habit onto yourself so that you can locate yourself and what you need in order to stay grounded so that your child has something to hang on to and use music use art to process everything that you're feeling so that you can go deeper and let yourself do that that is amazing anita thank you so much we appreciate you being here today and sharing all this useful information with us you're very welcome good luck for both of you you can find me on linkedin i am also reachable you know you'll, you'll you'll find my email on linkedin that's probably the easiest one i also want to just let people know that if anybody's interested in talking more about intersections between early childhood and music and leadership in individuals and within organizations i would love to continue the conversation there's so much there and the world needs people to talk about this and enact it so that we can come out in a better place than, you know, we found it in. That's awesome. Yeah, that sounds great. Well, thank you very much.